On today's Smart 7, Thishik says he has full support of the party. Rest in peace, Silvio Berlusconi and lots more. It's Tuesday the 13th of June. It's International Axe Throwing Day and happy birthday, Kathy Burke. The Smart 7. It's news, but It's only June, but all the talk from the coalition government is about this year's budget in October. Minister for Finance Michael McGrath said on Tuesday that issues like housing and public services would be priorities for the government and that corporate tax receipts can't be relied on in the long term. He said that providing the necessary support for society and the economy without increasing inflation will be a hard balance to strike. We have a programme for government commitment in relation to the indexation of credits uh, and the band and uh, Minister who was in a position to honour that in the last number of budgets. Uh, and I expect, given the strong position in our finances, it is a commitment that we will again be able to honour uh, in the forthcoming budget. Speaking inside the National Economic Forum in Dublin Castle on Monday, Thysag Leavaradkar was in a much more giveaway mood as he discussed the coalition's plans for next October's budget. He didn't rule out an introduction of a 30% tax ban and seemed confident that the government can manage to increase spending on public expenditure without negatively affecting inflation or adding to the cost of living crisis. You know, this choice between whether you spend the surplus, whether you save it, whether you reduce tax, is whether you increase spending. Actually, what we've been doing for years, because the economy is so strong, is all of those things. We're able to reduce income taxes, we're able to increase spending, we're able to reduce the debt, uh, we're able to invest more in services and infrastructure, uh, we're able to set aside uh, money for future problems. We can do all of these things. He also responded to claims that he's losing control of Fianna Gael TDs and that he has the full support of the parliamentary party. Oh, look, the next election is ages away. Um, I believe it's an election uh, in which Fine Gael can gain votes uh, and can gain seats. And if we do that, we may well be in a position to uh, form another government. Ukraine's long-awaited counter-offensive finally seems to be underway as Kyiv claims to have made its first gains in reclaiming territory from Russia in the southeast of the country. Officials reported the national flag is once again flying over Storozhiv in the Donetsk region, where Ukrainian officials claiming 90 square miles have been retaken in the southeast of the country and seven settlements were liberated. Overnight on Monday, a massive missile attack by Russia killed several and destroyed buildings in the central city of Kriviria. Chair of the UK Defence Select Committee, Tobias Elwood, has urged caution towards the idea that any of this will be over quickly. I urge caution into assuming that we're just going to, the Ukrainians are just going to charge in and then the, the Russians will be dispersed and it will be all over very, very quickly. You've actually got the main front of Ukrainian capability still in reserves, if you like, ready for that um, uh, singular attack. Retired senior British Army officer Major General Rupert Jones explains why it may be so difficult. What the Ukrainians will be doing is probing, trying to find ways through this very, very difficult defensive layer that the Russians have created. It's like a wall. They've got to fight their way through in places the defences are 30 kilometres deep. Four unaccompanied minors seeking international protection were left to sleep on the streets after authorities didn't believe they were children. A new report by the Irish Refugee Council, I Live on the Road, was launched on Monday and centres on the experience of homeless asylum seekers in Ireland. It shows that 1,400 people seeking protection have been forced into homelessness for up to 10 weeks after government failed to house them upon arrival in Ireland. Nick Henderson is CEO of Irish Refugee Council and explains what happened to the unaccompanied minors. In the circumstances of two of those children, they were subsequently found to be actually children and were taken off the streets and put into care. However, they, they, did, they were homeless for a period of time. For the other two children, they were accommodated, but they were accommodated in adult uh, international protection accommodation. Four. 
The scandal written former Italian PM Silvio Berlusconi has died aged 86. The billionaire media tycoon and former AC Milan owner entered politics as the head of his own Forza Italian party in the 1990s and led three governments between 1994 and 2011. He made a comeback in 2017 despite a career tainted by sex scandals, allegations of corruption and a tax fraud conviction. Tributes have been pouring in for the man behind the infamous Bunga Bunga parties, including current PM Giorgia Maloney, whose governing coalition includes Berlusconi's Forza Italia as a junior member. Silvio Berlusconi was, above all, a fighter. He was a man who was never afraid to defend his beliefs. And it was exactly that courage and determination that made him one of the most influential men in the history of Italy. Still to come the Smart 7, Vera Powell on the Women's World Cup and a sleepover with Margot Robbie. Right after this. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome back. It's a few weeks to go until the start of the Women's World Cup, but Irish coach Vera Pau definitely has her head in the game. Kicking off on the 20th of July, the FIFA's Women's World Cup will see matches played across Australia and New Zealand, with Ireland set to play the host country Australia on the first day of the tournament. Coach Vera Pau was at the launch of the Dublin and District School Boys and Girls Official World Cup Blitz League on Monday, where over 750 young girls took part in the games. It's exciting. We have a few weeks to go. Um, we're going to train hard and we will be ready. If that is enough to win, we will see. We will go every game, we will go in to win, but at the end we'll see if that is enough to get out of the group stage. Is there anything Jodie Comer can't do? The Killing Eve actress has only gone and won a prestigious Tony Award for her first ever Broadway performance. She scooped Best Leading Actress for her one-woman show Prima Fauci, where she portrays a defence lawyer who ends up in the witness box. It comes up in the heels of her Olivia Award for the West End debut in the same role. Whilst accepting the award, she said she was overwhelmed at the win. It's been a whirlwind. It's very surreal because I feel like throughout this process it has just been about putting one foot in front of the other. You know, when I started in London... I didn't know how I was going to get there, but was willing and really wanted to take the journey. One, two, 
Fancy getting into bed with Margot Robbie. The Hollywood actress has taken Come On Barbie Let's Go Party to a whole new level. Swinging ahead of the release of the much-anticipated Barbie movie on the 21st of July, she spilled the beans on the cast sleepover party in London. We had a Barbie sleepover. It was, it was as fun as, you, as, it, as sounds. it sounds. It was Greta's idea, I can't take credit. We all went to like Claridge's, which is a really gorgeous hotel in, in London. We all like shared beds and like wore our pajamas and ordered room service and played games and found out Was that America kind of is like exceptionally competitive. <laughs> You've been listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit the follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.